Have you ever heard of Girls That Make? This wearable technology company is helping clear the gender divide in the tech industry. So you probably want to know, what do they do? Well, every month, Girls That Make will send you a box with new wearable tech. Each project represents a step in their progressive curriculum for wearable technology. You'll learn so much about circuits, programming, electronics, and more. And you know what the very best part is? You don't even need to know anything to get started. Girls That Make will show you how to create your own wearable tech from a complete beginner level. Pre-orders are now available on www.girlsthatmake.com. Be sure to use code PINKLEMONADE for $10 off. And now, back to Pink Lemonade Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host, and today we're going to discuss why being consistent is a part of trusting the process with special guest, hip-hop artist, and visionary, Risha Priceless. Uh-huh. Keep it locked. y'all today is april 7 2018 and i feel so good right now for those of you who listen to pink lemonade podcast regularly i did an episode a few weeks back called why your security blanket is holding you back from growth so in that particular episode i mentioned that working a part-time job while trying to be a full-time business owner was holding me back from truly reaching my full potential in my business so shortly after that episode i did some thinking i had to consult with my husband you know because i really just can't make decisions now but anywho i put in my two weeks and now i am here full-time me and full-time everything that i've been doing so the podcast the blog back in full force and I'm super excited. Now, when I told people that I was quitting, I received so many different reactions, but the responses that were the most, um, I guess you could say that were compelling or interesting to me were from people who would say, so where are you working now? Or who gave you a better offer? And when I would tell them like, oh, I'm just doing me with no strings attached, being an employee at another company, I got so many worried looks. And at first I'm like, damn, well, am I doing something wrong? Do they see something that I don't? Y'all need to tell me something. But when I had to take a step back, I had to remember that not everyone is going to be thinking the same way that I'm thinking and not everyone will follow the same path. And I have to be okay with the responses um, that are not necessarily complementary to my lifestyle choices. And so I realized that I'm choosing a path in life that would pretty much scare the bejeebies out of most people because as a business owner or entrepreneur, there are no guarantees. Granted, with a regular job, there are not guarantees, but people see a regular paycheck and benefits as a one size fit all because either they were taught job security or they're in a tight position when leaving a job to kind of go off into the unknown will be pretty much a financial risk. Now, the Bureau of Labor Statistics has data that shows that the number of self-employed people in the U.S. has grown nearly by 150,000 since 2014. So there's about 8.7 million people up from 8.6 
um, at the end of 2016. So that's crazy, right? So studies show that nearly 48% of people who are employed desire to start a business, but either they're too scared or they don't think that they have the resources to pull it off. So for me and y'all who know me know that fear was really a demon that fooled me into believing that I am incapable or unworthy of going for the things that I want in life. And when I put in my two weeks resignation at the school, I also resigned from that emotion of fear, too, because in that moment, I had to remember who I was. The whole last week of work, my emotions were kind of high and low because um, I was and I still am very uncomfortable. And I say that with full transparency because you should be uncomfortable when you're doing something new or something for the first time. And as I was teetering with these thoughts of what ifs, well, not necessarily what ifs, but really what's next, my students pulled me into a room and they poured into me. On the count of three, let's say Whitney. One, two, three. Whitney! appreciative of the kind words that they told me um shout out to all of my students my january february march september october august i mean i, I think I, that's everyone that i taught right <laughs> shout out to all of my students from the ohio media school because prior to my last day I, i'm gonna tell y'all i've never cried when i left the job you know i'm like all right it's on to the next one on to the next adventure but i really felt like i was leaving a piece of me when i left the other day now I feel that I feel that way because I had no idea like I literally had no idea about the impact that I had on my students just by living my life out loud and teaching them everything that I know because I feel like it's selfish not to put others on game if you have a gift or if you have a talent that other people can benefit from you know sometimes when you're grinding and you're trying to build a name and a brand and everything else in between you can feel like nobody's watching or paying attention and there are so many days where I just wanted to quit writing my blog, recording this podcast and giving up, you know, trying to be a business owner because it felt like that I wasn't getting anywhere. And as much as I try not to compare myself to other people, it happens. And in those moments of inadequacy, I doubt myself. There's been times where I fell off from building, not because I didn't have the time, but because I didn't have the confidence to move forward. But somehow, in some way, I always push myself and put myself back on track because I know that consistency is a huge part of trusting the process. We hear that term so much, trusting the process. And until I walked out of the door of work for the last time as an employee, it really didn't dawn on me that trusting the process is the true journey that I am undertaking. But one thing you have to understand is that in order to trust the process, you have to trust yourself first. No matter what happens to you or comes your way, you have to have the utmost confidence that you got you regardless. Now, when you look up the definition of a, a process, a process is described as a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. You see, sometimes we become so focused on the end product of our efforts that we forget that nothing comes easy. Every day, people give up or worse, they don't even attempt to try to do something if there's any risk of potentially failing. I've come to learn that failure is truly a part of the process. And every time that you fall, it ultimately makes you stronger. Accepting failure helps you with consistency because the, the better you embrace it, the easier it is to bounce back and continue to taking actions to get to that end goal. Trusting the process is not an easy feat. And for many people, it's easier said than done. Interestingly, as I did research on the subject, lo and behold, I came across the Philadelphia 76ers. 
I was so disappointed and don't laugh at me, but I like, I'm so stunned. Like when did Allen Iverson leave? So <laughs> like, that's how, you know, I don't watch sports. So I was like really hurt that Allen Iverson didn't play for them anymore. And apparently he's been gone since like 2010, but I did come across something that was really cool. And I found the king of trusting the process. Have you guys ever heard of saying Sam Hinky? And I hope I'm saying his name right, but his name is Sam Hinkie. And I know my basketball lovers will know him. But for those of you who are like me, who only watch the playoffs and still think that players from your childhood are still in the league, he is the former manager of the Philadelphia 76ers, who is famous for his philosophy of being consistent with trusting the process. His methods are so popular that even if fans were with it. Now, Sam Hinkie was hired by the team in May of 2013 because he was a beast in analytics. Like, the dude went to Stanford and was just amazing. Now, when they asked him about the strategy, he told the owners that the team was a long way from winning the way that they wanted them to win. So with his theory, their best bet to winning a championship would involve a lot of losing in the short term. Hinky intentionally wanted the 76ers to become one of the worst teams in the league, but for a good reason. You see, apparently, when the NBA does their draft, the worst teams get the best players, and at that time, the 76ers didn't have a Bron Bron or a season Curry. Under Hickey's leadership, the 76ers were horrible. They lost more games than any other team, and they broke the NBA's records for consecutive game losses between 2013 and 2016. The game's attendance rate and ratings are trash, and in the third season, they were ranked the second-worst NBA team of all time. Now, Hinky had mixed reviews of his methods. Some people rock with them, and other people didn't. The league eventually pushed him to resign, but not without reaping the benefits of his strategy. There are some amazing uh, players who are on the team now, and in the 2017 season, the team started to see a little bit more wins than they had previously. While they have yet still to claim a championship, his strategy had an impact on the team's success. From what I understand, he was a very uh, upfront guy, and he was very upfront with the owners about short-term losses for long-term games. But the owners ran out of patience, which is common for most people, who want to skip the process and go straight to the results. With any process, you have to remain consistent to understand what works, what needs to be tweaked, and what needs to get kicked to the curb. However, that trust part is essential. And today, uh, you know, outside of the Philadelphia 76ers, shout out to them for uh, getting their groove back. (laughs) I do want to highlight someone on the show who is trusting that process every single day. And I want to highlight her in our first ever segment of the Lemonade Stand. Whenever I come across someone who's dope or inspirational, I'll be sharing their stories with you so that we all can agree that we're not alone in figuring out this thing we call life. So without much further ado, I present to you the Lemonade Stand. When life gives me lemons, it just means take a sour situation and make it into something sweet. You are listening to the sweet sounds of Spalding by Risha Priceless on the Lemonade Stand, a segment of the Pink Lemonade Podcast. I ain't stressing, homie. Nope. All these blessings on uh-huh. Diamonds dancing like Jackson on my second row. Why you flexing? You ain't learned your lesson. What? I just passed all my haters. Watch who you testing. Ha, any shots of my Henny tip. Smoking on that superstition. From uh-huh. on the cash mission. Never kissing. I'm hard head. I don't know how to act. Vroom, vroom. 
Why do I do music? Because it feels right. It's the only thing that's in my life that feels like I'm supposed to do it. It's the only thing that keeps coming back. It's the only thing that's on my mind, stays on my heart. I feel it in my stomach, you know. So this is this is my passion. Like I love music. It takes me out of the world and puts me into my own world. And all I see is me and the crowd in front of me. And so that's why I do music. How far are you willing to go for your passion? Meet Risha. Risha Priceless, that is. She's a hip-hop artist out of Columbus, Ohio, who's learning firsthand how to strike a balance between life and pursuing her dreams by any means necessary. While you may see her showing her silly side on the gram or performing in front of an audience, there is so much hustle and grind behind that mic. You might look at Risha and see a redhead, dreadheaded girl with a mean shoe game, but every day she's learning how to go against the odds to make it into the music industry. Every morning she rises to drive a truck around Ohio to make deliveries, often visiting a couple of cities a day. When she gets home, she takes care of her daughter while working with her team to gain visibility beyond the Midwest and still have time to maintain a relationship. While it may feel like time is ticking for the 28-year-old artist, she's understanding the value of being consistent and trusting the process. You gotta have willpower. You have to believe in yourself. And you have to have a very supportive team around you because the process is not going to be the process if you don't have the right people around you, if you don't have the right vibes around you, if you don't believe in yourself, one, and if you don't have any willpower, like you can't give up. Well, for me, consistency, um, it has a lot to do with my willpower. Um, Staying consistent, I have to have a schedule. I have to, you know, motivate myself and not set goals that's not, you know, unreachable in the time frame that I want to be in. So um, that's just it, how I've been staying consistent, just focused and paying attention to my goals, setting realistic goals and just being motivated and having a schedule and just my willpower. Whatever religion you b- believe in, you have to trust the process that, you know, God sends you through. And so just trust in the process, you have to have faith and you have to know that it's going to happen. You can't doubt it. You just, you know, even if it looks like it's not going the right way, sometimes you just have to trust it and believe in whatever you put into it that is going to come out tenfold. While Risha has a lot of faith in the unknown, she has to navigate through many challenges on a regular basis. When she got her first record deal, she was locked into a contract that restricted her from exercising her creativity as an artist. Last year, she also suffered from four losses all at once losing her marriage, child, grandmother, and job within months of each other. The experiences were traumatic, but Risha was able to pull through. Well, I just think about everybody that I'm doing this for, everybody that's dependent on me. And um, I'm a very selfless person. Like, I put a lot of people before me. And so whenever I see, like, whenever... I see myself getting down or I see myself, you know, doubting myself. I just think about everybody else that that's rooting me on, everybody else that's depending on me. You know, I got a lot of people that's riding on this. And so that's just motivation alone. And then, you know, just the reactions that I get off of my music and, you know, even my daughter, she be cranked to it. I did a lot of self-motivation. I did a lot of um, praying. I did a lot of fasting 
and a lot of thinking and a, a lot of smoking. Um, so <laughs> with those four, um, and then, you know, my, just having the right circle around you, just, you know, having positive people, positive people spit, you know, positive vibes towards you. And so I feel like that's how I got out of my situation. Cause like you said, I, I went through a whole lot last year, a whole lot. And some people would have broke down. Some people would have gave up, you know, but I kept going. With no signs of slowing down, Risha shares with the Pink Lemonade podcast about her next moves and having her eyes set on one very particular radio show. In the next six months, I see myself on a, a bigger platform. I see myself signed. I see myself, you know, having 30 plus thousand fans. I see myself, you know, just touching people in a positive way, giving back. I'm really big on giving back. Um, I want to start a foundation. That's one of my main my main things that I want to do once you know, I get established in the industry. But I see myself on a Breakfast Club. That's one of my uh, goals too. Like I always wanted to, I wanted to be on 106 and Park, but then they shut that down. I always wanted to do that. So the Breakfast Club is the next best thing. So try and get on the Breakfast Club. All I'm saying is, I had her here first, y'all. <laughs> Thank you to Risha Priceless for coming through to the Pink Lemonade podcast to be our first ever guest on the lemonade stand uh i truly hope that risha goes above and beyond uh, seriously y'all should check her out she's really someone who's doing amazing things and grinding to create a career and the reason i wanted her on this show is for that very reason a lot of times we listen to podcasts and we hear people who are already successful or people who you know who have maybe already reached it but my goal is to really focus on individuals who are still in that process so that way you could be a part of their process and kind of know how they've been able to cope and how they hope to handle things in the future. So once again, thank you to Risha Priceless. If you guys want to check her out, her new single is dropping on April the 10th and it's called Spalding and apparently it's available everywhere. So I'll make sure that I'll get my copy and not just listen to the little snippet that you heard earlier in the segment. Once again, thank you all for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade. But as any other Pink Lemonade tradition, I want to leave you all with a quote. But this time, uh, I'm not going to say the quote. I'm going to let my girl Risha Priceless give you some gems before we head out. You can only control what you can do. And a lot of people feel like they have to go beyond or they panic or they stressed out because they can't do this, can't do that. And it's like, when it's out of your control, you can only stretch so far. And so when life give me lemons, I just make lemonade. Thanks again for tuning in to the Pink Lemonade Podcast, brought to you by Girls That Make, a wearable technology subscription box company that sends wearable tech to girls of all ages to help them get into the STEM field. Once again, my name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And if you love today's episode, please reshare, like, comment, subscribe, do whatever you got to do on iTunes, Google Play, and of course, SoundCloud. If you or someone you know will be interested in being featured in a segment of the Lemonade Stand, please be sure to hit me up at connect at skinnyblackgirlsco.com. Once again, the email address is connect at skinnyblackgirlsco.com or feel free to hit us up on our website at pinklemonadepodcast.com. Thank you all again for listening. And if you stick around, you might hear a special, and I said might, and when I really mean you will, hear a special, special verse from Miss Risha Priceless is a behind the scenes audio. Once again, thanks for listening and I'll see you soon. Peace. Yeah, I say. 
Got my eye on the prize, got my mind on the money. I've been talking to God, he been keeping me company. Ride me clean of my pride, strip me down to my soul. Boy, I'm still standing, see the pain in my eyes. Devil calling my name, all I want is the fame. Red hair like a flame, so my verses on blame. From, so my verses on blaze. Whatever God has planned is meant for me. I lay low, stay lifted, cause mentally I be on the verge of snapping. Fresh fitted, no capping. And I stay with my fist pump, something like that cap, Nick. Whew. I'm a, I'm a duck. I can't say that. I can't say that part. Pause. Pause. Um, that's great. Thank you so much, Risha. That's awesome. Thank you. You guys heard it before. You're going to hear it again. Follow Miss uh-huh. Risha Priceless. Can I give a couple shout outs too? Yes, absolutely. First of all, I want to shout out you. I want to shout out the Lemonade Podcast. I want to shout out Jay Brody. Cloth Talk, I want to shout out my management team, Katrina Strong, Ikea Harrelson, Bossettes Management. I want to shout out my mama, my daddy, my sister, all my family. I want to shout out my girl. I want to shout out my baby. Yes. I want to shout out my grandma. Make sure you rest in peace. I do this for her and my cousin, little Mike. I love both of y'all. I love everybody. All I got is positive vibes. Like I said, when you see me, say, what up, though? Give me a hug. Yes, that is so Detroit. Don't grope me, it. though. Don't grope me. <laughs> <laughs> no groping. No groping. Yes, you heard it here first, you guys. Uh-huh. It's Risha Priceless on Pink Lemonade Podcast. Oh, special se- oh my bad. More. I got to shout out Dami Styles. I can't forget him. Dami Styles, Arrow Vibes, Dave East, Aunt Faye, everybody. I just, hey, uh-huh. Let's get it. Yes. Can, you, can I just get a uh-huh? Because I'll, I'll just put that somewhere. <laughs> uh-huh. Risha. Priceless. <laughs> yes, all the drops. Thank you. <laughs> all right, thank you. Right. We about, I, told you, I told you last time we about to record the whole album here. I'm coming back. We about to just light it up. It's time. Why not? That's awesome. <laughs> all right, thank you. Thank you.